Your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Right then, 22 refugees from Myanmar arrived in Korea last week after the government here accepted them as part of a resettlement program under the office of the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, which supports the transfer of refugees from asylum states to a third country. Well, let's bring in Mr. Dirk Hebecker, representative of UNHCR in Korea. Good morning to you. Good morning, Alex. Great to have you back on the show. Thank um, you. And with hopefully what you see is positive news, but can you tell us a bit more about the process by which these 22 from Myanmar were accepted here? Uh, exactly good news, uh, definitely, because uh, it means Korea has started sharing the uh, responsibility, the international, international responsibility for the global refugee issue. Um, Korea anticipated this uh, program as part of its uh, Refugee Act, which was adopted and enacted in uh, July 2013. It's actually one of the few Refugee Acts in the world which includes resettlement as a possibility. Uh, what it means basically is uh, that um, instead of... Uh, catering for the protection of refugees or asylum seekers who arrive directly by themselves in a country. The country decides to uh, take uh, refugees for permanent residence into that country from any refugee situation in the world. Um, that happens uh, because refugees uh, don't have any other choice. Uh, they cannot return home because of the situation uh, in their places of origin. But they're also not uh, well protected in the country of uh, asylum. And when that happens, uh, resettlement countries, the traditional resettlement countries like the United States, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, the European uh, countries, um, take refugees for permanent residence in their country. So it's the first time Korea did this, and it's a pilot program. Uh, very small uh, in in its uh, scope, uh, but we hope uh, with the successful implementation of this pilot program, Korea will expand uh, this program in future. So it's a practical but also very symbolic step in the right direction. What sort of role did UNHCR play? Well, UNHCR uh, obviously is the custodian, if you want, uh, of these refugees while they are in refugee camps in countries um, such as, uh, in this case, Thailand. Um, and UNHCR would refer cases that are eligible for uh, resettlement to the country which is ready to take uh, them in. Then the country uh, cooperates with UNHCR, looks at the cases, uh, reviews uh, their uh, likelihood to uh, be successful in their integration in the country and um, then uh, all kinds of formalities uh, that uh, people need to go through and the government accepts uh, the cases referred and then the transportation is organized together with the International Organization for Migration and then people arrive. That's what happened last week. Is it almost like matchmaking, trying to find the right countries for the for the right people, or is there not enough time to to go through every possible uh, option for these refugees? 
obviously when we have candidates for resettlement, people who are in need of um, uh, this uh, option for their uh, future lives, uh, we put out all the names to all resettlement countries and uh, resettlement countries are free to um, use their own criteria that may be different from UNHCR to decide whether uh, they're ready to take uh, these particular uh, cases or uh, others. I, I can live with the word matchmaking, but um, I think refugees are in a situation where they're often so desperate that they will be happy to go to any country which is ready to accept them. Uh, no, no doubt about that at all. But obviously them being successful in the country where they end up is important for their future happiness, for their future peace. Uh, Absolutely. Is, is there a reason why uh, these refugees from Myanmar are coming to South Korea particularly? Well, I think as Korea is just embarking on this uh, endeavor, uh, it was important to make sure that the integrability, if you want, uh, the likelihood that uh, refugees integrate well, um, uh, was was higher, and uh, it was decided to take refugees from Asian background. Uh, um, these uh, uh, refugees are Karen refugees from uh, parts of Myanmar, which uh, were in in conflict, um, a bloody, if you want, civil war. People ran away uh, to to Thailand, have been there for many many years. Uh, there. Um, the main breadwinners in these families are uh, men, women of working age. Uh, I think that's also important that uh, uh, it was uh, considered they can uh, learn the skills. They're not too old, not too young. They can learn the skills. They can learn Korean language uh, to come here and really try to make a living in, in this country and not depend on a social security system. But speaking of social security, they will need some sort of support or, or benefits and in the past we've spoken about the the lack of uh, of that sort of infrastructure for those who have effectively sought refuge here and and i know there are still some who are waiting so what will they be getting well uh a lack of uh, social security we discussed before concerns more asylum seekers those who are still uh, trying to make their case, yes. uh, waiting to go through the refugee status determination procedure. The refugees who arrive on resettlement, they're already recognized as refugees by UNHCR, and they will automatically be considered refugees uh, by the Korean government as well if they come here under resettlement. That means that they will benefit from all the um, uh, social services that are prescribed by the uh, refugee law, but in addition, uh, because of their particular situation, uh, they will be uh, accommodated uh, by the government and at the reception center, and they will be uh, given um, the education they need. First of all, Korean language, also vocational skills. They will get trained and educated, instructed about the uh, Korean culture, society, the possibilities uh, of employment. And then uh, the government hopes to introduce uh, uh, these refugees to particular employers who have uh, expressed their readiness to take in refugees as uh, their employees. So uh, that process will take some time. Uh, obviously, during that process, these refugees will not be productive. But uh, after uh, 
anything between six to nine months. Uh, it is hoped that um, uh, some of them can find work, can make their own money and build a life with their own means and then actually become productive members of society and pay back the services yeah. that they received during the initial time. The thing is, this is a shared responsibility. Some might ask, why not Thailand if, if these refugees were there already? Can you spell out for us the, the difficulties that they were facing sometimes for several years in Thailand? Well, in Thailand, unfortunately, um, as Thailand is not a signatory to the 1951 Convention and does not have uh, provisions for refugee protection, uh, refugees... Uh, are recognized as such by the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, uh, not by the Thai government. Uh, they're not officially permitted to work. They are not uh, um, able to enjoy all their basic uh, rights. So uh, normally UNHCR would uh, hope for an improvement in the country of origin for people to be able to go back to their country. Uh, but when they're in a prolonged situation of displacement, uh, these people have been uh, out of uh, Myanmar for 15, 18, 19 years on average. Um, they're not able to enjoy all their rights in, in Thailand. Then there's the big question mark. What kind of life uh, is that for refugees? And in such cases, uh, people uh, are then referred to uh, resettlement countries like now Korea. Um, we wish uh, to beef up and strengthen refugee protection in uh, countries of asylum, countries of first asylum, uh, get them to sign the 1951 convention and um, uh, afford all the rights to refugees in those countries. But unfortunately, until that happens, I think resettlement will have to be uh, one of the important, what we call durable solutions for refugees. Yeah, and, and very recently on the show we did do an interview shedding light on the plight of children from Myanmar in Thailand having to work, for example, in the seafood production industry and, and some very difficult circumstances they're facing. Right. This is a modest start for, for South Korea. We look forward to talking to you in the future about um, more programs of this nature or at least more arrivals within this pilot that we're seeing take place. Mr. Hebecker, thank you very we much for joining you. us. Thank you, Alex. Been a pleasure. Happy New Year as well to you. Mr. Dirk Hebecker, representative of UNHCR representation in Korea. We don't have long left now of 2015, but you can join us anytime you like by email. Just share your thoughts and opinions on any of our topics or interviews via EFM this morning at gmail.com.